Hey, I'm Camille. Hey, I'm Jessica, and we are highly hormonal. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> Welcome back. If you have heard our other episodes, and we appreciate you. If you are new here, thank you so much. You, I'm so glad you found us. And again, we're glad you're here. And if you have not subscribed, please do so. And if you liked our first few episodes or you like this one, please leave us a five star review and a comment in there. And a comment um, that helps other listeners find us more easily. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So last week um, we talked about graduation. Camille shared about her children. I shared my ridiculousness. Um, Life moves on. I've matured. Things are getting better. (laughs) Um, So this week we're going to talk about higher education and its relevance in today's time, kind of um, trends of what people are doing. Um, But before we get started, what you wearing? I am wearing a tacky old t-shirt and some shorts. We are going to do some work on the house uh, today that is going to need my extra set of uh, hands. So I just kind of have on, you know, what we call around here, like just nothing clothes, you know, but it's a, it's a t-shirt that says slay hair. Don't care. You know, as I am Mrs. Claus. And so. Right. Love that. I'm wearing. Surprise, a reindeer farm sweatshirt. I don't know how you're wearing a sweatshirt and it is like <clears throat> 80 degrees here. It's not. It's not here. Oh, really? It's not. Okay. So if you guys follow us, as you get to know us, I love a sweatshirt. Love a sweatshirt. Like I'm hot nature too. So it doesn't really make any sense, but I'm all about a sweatshirt and I will wear them until I just physically can't anymore. Like even in the spring when them hot days are coming in, it's humid here in the South and I'm taking the kids to school. I'll blast that AC so I can wear that sweatshirt. Um, But it's cool. (laughs) It is cool here today. Like sun shining, really nice breeze and like really low humidity. Really? You know, it's like spring. I think how other places in the country experience it. That's exactly what I think it is. Well, um, we are, Jessica and I are like five hours apart, almost six hours apart. Uh, so for me, and I'm farther south. So for me right now, it is like 70s already, low 70s. And here it is just nine o'clock in the morning. And it's going to get up in the 80s today. We have not had, I mean, we had spring maybe three days, like about a month ago. It's 62 it. degrees. Yeah. And when I yeah, was outside. No feeding animals and everything it was in the 50s wow actually in the 50s yeah all right well yeah all right uh I've got coffee this I've got my coffee this morning with my collagen and some protein and uh yeah sugar-free flavoring that's it that's what I'm drinking what about you I'm also drinking coffee and this cute little mug. That's my family. Look, it's your fam. And a reindeer. It's got my name on it. I this like was made it. by a reindeer friend. And they oh, mailed it to me. It was just like, Aww. not even at Christmas. It was just this random little gift I got in the mail. He thought oh, that nice. photos that we had posted on social media uh-huh. were super cute. And so he made a mug. He made a matching one for my husband. So <gasps> I love it. It's super cute. I've got I coffee. Uh, stevia and almond milk because okay diet 
I got you. I got you. I usually like, you know, that really sweet, fancy creamer and Splenda, mm-hmm. but now yeah. I'm not allowed to use that. So um I got you. My mother-in-law puts collagen in her coffee. Yeah. Does it I, have I, a flavor I, or a texture? This one is it's a cream, it's like a it's about the tech it's a little bit like it's like a loose sour cream texture. Does that tell you anything? Okay. Kind of a yogurty texture. Okay. Squirts out of a bottle. Um, I use a brand called Mary Ruth's. It's organic, vegan, non-GMO, blah, 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 whatever all that means. And then um it's I think it's I think the flavor's like maple something, but it's uh, it's sugar-free gluten-free vegan i don't know whatever whatever and it's designed to go in coffee yeah you can put it or anything yes you could actually like put it over your if you had like keto pancakes put it over your pancakes or i mean like they're say you could do a ton of stuff with it bake with it i don't know i just squirt it off in my coffee and i'm done i mean i just keep rolling so gotcha but anyway what you eating breakfast dinner uh, i did for breakfast have a couple sausage pat well i ate one sausage patty with some sugar-free syrup and then uh, some couple scrambled eggs for my friends chickens oh because so, i don't have my chickens yet I'll get i love my chicken a chicken soon. i love I chickens I'm get me some we've got a fox he took out mm-hmm. um my kids can't listen to this episode i mean they're aware but it's sad um the kids had been raising silkies and had started them in our house and you know every single one's got a name and somehow they can tell them all apart and whatever like my husband really wanted the silkies kids really wanted the silkies we had an entire flock and we finally we had transitioned them to a smaller area outside and then we transitioned Mm -hmm. them in with um other chickens other adult chickens outside in a coop with a with a run and it's got an eight foot fence you know um it's worked for all our other chickens silkies granted or smaller uh fox got them all but one so now he's currently in the bunny barn in his own chicken cage coop inside so he's got a he's like in a fortress he has his own little pen inside of the bunny barn like double fortress so the fox can't get him kids were devastated Uh, so we're um, we're looking for adult silkies i don't want to have to raise them up again Again. like the kids Mm -hmm. put in a lot of work so yeah um i'm all about a chicken until you get a fox and uh Uh, yeah uh uh-huh been nervous about him um i'm not eating breakfast i'm drinking coffee Okay. Um, I've got a friend coming in from the St. Louis area today. Okay. She, she'll be here in like four hours. Um, so when she gets here, I'm gonna cook lunch for all of us. And I'm thinking about doing like a Mexican fajita oh, fun. something yeah. along that, like stuffed peppers. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Nice. With um probably ground turkey, maybe some quinoa. I don't think she likes quinoa. We might do rice today. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, cool. And I might make enough, so that's also dinner. Oh, to hey, save hey. Me time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. All right, so let's talk about education. Let's talk about it. All We're right. both educated. We um, are. 
but you are a retired educator. So your viewpoint, I feel like is going to be different. Mm -hmm. Um, And we just talked about your kids graduating. You referenced how important it is for you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Not to say it's not important to me, but I I do think this is going to be an episode that we're not, we don't drive a hundred percent. So yeah, that may be. Yeah. Well, and when I say it's important to me, it is, but also it's important. I think, I think to say that is I'm being very subjective. My, you know, like for me, for my children, it was super important. I taught high school for 15 years before I transitioned into administrative work at some lower grades and then old, then upper grade. Okay. Since that's my difference, the lower grades, you know, public ed, everybody's there, but like high school, they had a lot of choices and I never, I mean, never told my students, oh, you have to go to higher ed. You have to go to community college. You have to get a degree. You have to have a, you know, an associates or a bachelor's or this or that, because I don't think that's true. I think that there are a lot of people that are made for academia. There are a lot of people that are not. And each one is equal. I mean, they, they both have equal talents, brains, you know, characteristics, I mean, and they should have equal opportunities in my mind because they have equal value. Everybody can't be a doctor, professor, lawyer, professional degree person, because who would then hook the gas up to my house? Who would pick up your trash? Serve you at a restaurant. That's right. And there's nothing, and I don't mean to say that the doctor should be here and that person should be here. That's not at all what I mean. What I mean is we all have value and we all have important things to do and accomplish in our jobs and careers to make our world, community, our home work. We can't do one without the other. What you said reminds me of something too that my dad said growing up. You know, and I'll get to to how I was brought up in in that kind of aspect. But what my dad always said is it doesn't matter ultimately what you're doing as long as you are the best at what you're doing Mm -hmm. and not in a competitive way that you want to be the best in the office or or whatever. Um, But, you know. He said, if you're a fry cook, be the best fry cook there is. If you're flipping burgers, have a positive attitude and be the best burger Mm -hmm. flipper there is. Yeah. If you're an attorney, if you're a physician, you know, whatever, if you're a teacher, be the best one that you can be. Yes, exactly. You know, he didn't say it this way, but kind of, uh, I I mean, I I do agree with what you said. I think Mm -hmm. we were all we all just have different abilities. We have different likes. We all thrive in different workspaces and environments. Um, So we're not all meant to do the same thing, but whatever you're meant to do, um, you know, be the best that you can. And put basically what he said is, is put pride in your work Mm -hmm. because we need the trash man. We we need everybody. All these careers, these jobs are important Mm -hmm. Um, and take pride in your work and yourself. Yes. And, you know, so I tried to stress that to my 
my teenagers when I taught high school. But then toward at the very last like three and a half years of my career, I worked at a community college and I worked with adult learners mm -hmm. and workforce development. So for instance, um, you want to up your certification in plumbing. Okay. You would then do what was necessary to get your certification. But if you had to have a test, I gave you that test on a computer. Okay. And all right. And I also worked with the GED adult education program. So tons of adults come through, take some classes, different sections of their test and try to get their high school equivalency diploma. And really and truly like I love I, I loved it because these are people they're they're different from a high schoolers a lot of my high schoolers their parents made them come to school I won't give you a car you can't drive unless you go to school every day or whatever there was too much bargaining you know to make some of them come Ultimatums. they didn't have that desire then you see those same kids, and I don't mean same as in the exact same person, but that same type of student. I don't want to be here. I dropped out. I'm going to go, you know, do something else, work, leave town, whatever. You see those same people come as an adult five years down the road and say, I should have just stayed. Here I am trying to learn algebra, you know, or like, you know, math and business math or whatever they had to have to pass their certification. And they're like, it's killing me. It's hard. But now I want it. And they like realized how important that was, you know, for advancement. Not that they weren't already doing that job. There were, I, I had tons of people that came in super successful. Um, but at, at their at their career and they love their job they love their career but they wanted to advance and without that little piece of paper and we can you know it is what it is that's how our system works but without something that says hey yeah i, I i've done this rather than me just telling you i've got this piece of paper that shows it whatever that means to whatever you, whoever you are they just felt such accomplishment you know, it was like, I mean, I don't know how many people like they'd walk out and I could immediately see their scores and they'd come sit down in my office and we'd go over the test or whatever. And I'd say, well, you passed this section. I mean, the tears that flowed, the screaming, the jumping up and down, high-fiving, I mean, complete strangers hugging me. We're like crying together because it was just, you could see where it it had become a priority and a, and for them something to move forward in life to have that thing that they didn't get as a 17 year old and so right. it was just that was very rewarding you know that so i enjoyed that position a lot because i got to and then on the flip side of that you got I to share the people, joys with them yes and i saw some of them fail and take it time and time again and work so hard and just struggle and struggle and I just, I saw the disappointment and the, the sadness and the hurt in their eyes when they were just like, I can't get this. You know, they just, I saw such defeat too. And it would just, that would tear me up too. You know, I would cry with them over that. We hug and cry and, you know. So, we are highly anyway. hormonal. Yeah. Oh gosh. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I cried last episode too. Yeah. <laughs> but so anyway, so I've worked with a spectrum of people, you know, and then I mean, when I was at, I mean, when I taught high school, I had those kids that were like the top one or point, you know, 5% in the whole school and, you know, we're going to be this, this, and this and get, you know, they'd already almost got a col- half a college degree, you know, before they ever even left high school, they were taking so many classes. And so, I mean, I've seen both aspects and there's value in all of us and in, in whatever path you choose. So anyway, there you go. Yeah, there you go. That I mean, so I do think, Yes, when I say education is important to me, that was driven into me by my upbringing. My mother wanted to go to college and says she did not ever have the opportunity. So she was very encouraging. My grand, her parents, my grandfather dropped out of school in the third grade. He never went back after the third grade. He was the oldest of 10 children. He, at that point, what was that made him, what, about eight, nine years old? He had to go work in the fields work the cows work the garden take care of the others drive a tractor I mean there and he just he just never went back I mean they were you know sharecroppers and in the delta (laughs) the deep delta back in you know I mean he was born in the 20s so back in the 30s he was a kid you know during the depression and they had like I said he was the oldest of 10 he had to work There was no, that was not important. He saw the importance of it many, many years later. And so when I was a child as a, I was his only grandchild. And so he always talked to me about education, go to school, go to school. His thing was, the thing he always said to me was get your lessons up. That's what he called them. Your lessons. Get your lessons up. Yeah. Get your lessons up. Get your lessons up. Just always drill that into my head as a child. And that's why I say it's important to me is because I know, and he did not, I mean, he did not see me graduate college or any of the three times. I mean, he was not around for all that, but, um, well, I take that back. He was around for my baccalaureate, but, uh, anyway, it just, I just know that that was part of what would have made my my family proud of me was to work towards that and then I loved school anyway I mean I played school from the time I was old enough to walk around and play with other kids to I mean I just always loved it so you know teacher what's your experience what's kind of your history with education um so neither of my parents are college graduates Mm -hmm. um and if y'all didn't gather from what Camille said she's an only child I'm an only child. Um, <laughs> uh, that is one reason we are <laughs> highly hormonal. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're spoiled. <laughs> it was our way. We were the only one that had an opinion. Um, and God bless my parents. They, my dad always joked that um, that I was plenty, that they did not need a second. Yeah. Oh, um, oh my gosh. My mother told me that too. And my dad um, was a high school wrestler. So my dad's from um, St. Louis area too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, wrestling is is kind of becoming a th- a thing in in my area. Um, okay, it, it never really has been before. Okay. We just started like a youth league a few years ago. Um, but wrestling okay. is really big in Missouri. Um, mm-hmm. My dad okay. was a wrestler. My uncles were all wrestlers. 
Anyways, dad was like, so you don't know, he held some kind of some state titles and stuff. Like he was actually really good. Okay. Um, and so anyways, we wrestled. He didn't care that I was a girl. You know, he taught me the Nelson, the full Nelson and all that stuff, you know. And he, yeah. we played in the floor a lot and wrestled. And he always joked because I was such a good wrestler as a little girl that, you know, I would harm a sibling as if I would do that. Um, but but anyway, um, so dad actually, I think if I remember correctly, was actually offered a scholarship for wrestling. Um, you know, I think this was. Let me think about this. In the 70s, late 60s. Oh, no, 70s, 70s. Okay, he was in high school in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Had to think that through. Um, anyways, grew up pretty poor. Mm-hmm. Poor kid, inner city in the mm-hmm. 70s. Didn't yeah. always um, make the best choices. Yeah. And I think he basically married his high school sweetheart immediately. They just wanted to start their life. He mm-hmm. made some some other poor choices. Anyways, he ended up joining the Navy. And that's how my parents met. And he went through a divorce, oh, okay. an annulment pretty quick with that, whatever. That's how he met mom. M- my parents met in the Navy. So anyways, mm-hmm. he was offered a scholarship and he turned it down. And he says he doesn't regret a lot in life. But he, I don't know that he says he full on regrets that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, when you say you wish you would have done something different, I guess that's a regret. He wishes he would have taken it. Um, mm-hmm. But then he mm-hmm. backtracks and says if he went that way, he would have never crossed paths with my mom because my mom's from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, they never would have met. I wouldn't have existed, whatever. So nice sentiment to say that that's the reason he didn't do it. <laughs> you know, it worked out. <laughs> I exist because yeah. he yes. didn't go to college. Uh, yes, yes, right. Um, my mom went to a college, not a university, a college in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And she calls it like a writing college or a girl's college or something. It was like small and specialized. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. So my mom is from a little bitty town in Kentucky. Little bitty town. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have a stoplight. Um, there's a, a four-way stop. Mm -hmm. So, um, although her little town has grown a little bit, kind of like your town that you've Mm -hmm. recently moved back to. Yeah. Um, so anyways, a lot of, only the rich kids went to college. Mm -hmm. Um, it was not a priority to anybody at that time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my mom's dad was an entrepreneur. He owned a um, car dealership and mm-hmm. he was a mechanic at night and on the weekends. Okay. Um, and he was not educated. And mm-hmm. so he lived fairly successful. Um, my grandmother worked in a factory. Mm-hmm. Um, she Sounds like my grandparents. Yeah. So Both she was, um, she always, my grandmother who is still living, she um, just turned 91 in April and still yes. lives at home independently. Mm-hmm. Um she's a hell raiser and that's I think why she's lived this long but anyway <laughs> she's always been a worker and a goer and a doer and she wanted to contribute to her family she was not designed to be a housewife even though that was still very much accepted 
at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, y- y'all, I'm getting off on a tangent. This is just who I am. Okay. I'm circling back, circling back. Okay. Mom went to this college. I'm guessing she paid for it herself, but she didn't finish. She went for a semester. She moved to Nashville, lived on Church Street. So if y'all are familiar with the Nashville area, like she was downtown. Mm-hmm. But, so even though Nashville's not real far from us, that was a really big deal for them, for her. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mom grew up, my mom is 70. Mom grew up in the time of if people, you know, if a young lady came up pregnant in her town, they disappeared. You know, they were, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. they went to live with an aunt in another right. state, another or, state yes. and never returned because like, yes. that's what I always yeah. heard is they disappeared. So, you know, I actually just asked recently, I was like, they ever come back, mm-hmm. you know, as an adult, like yeah. as a married woman, a respectable mm-hmm. married woman with this right. child, right? Mom grew up small town, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of town it was not college was probably not on most people's radar mm-hmm. period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mom said it was a rarity, but she did go to college in Nashville. Um, her and like five other women, she did not know them initially how she found them. I don't know if it was like a cork board, uh-huh. how communication was then because yep. there were no cell phones, there was no internet. But somehow she found these other women going to this writing college, this women's college. I don't know. I should have asked before we did this. Um, I'll get clarification. Um, doesn't exist anymore. Okay. She only went for a semester. She dropped out. Yeah. Okay. I'm confused as to why she dropped out. I don't oh. I don't know if it was finances. I don't know if it was living situation. Was it meant for her? Um, I do think she was homesick, although she wasn't that far away from home. Mm-hmm. Her, she did not go immediately after high school graduation, if I recall correctly. And her father passed away when she was 19 mm-hmm. and her little brother was still in high school. And I think it was probably like just a combination of yeah, mama's home alone, mm-hmm. still raising little brother. You know, she has a job and she... I, she didn't say this, but as a woman, mm-hmm. as a mother, as a daughter, I can tell you, you can feel guilt mm-hmm. for things you should not feel guilt for. Yeah. It is not your responsibility to carry everybody. Although we all feel that way. I know we mm-hmm. do. I know you all hear this and you're like, yep, that's me. Like, uh-huh. you know, we put unrealistic expectations upon ourselves Yeah, as women and shout out to the men I know they're like single daddies and grandpas and like fantastic fathers out there doing big things I just think highly hormonal like we are as women Mm -hmm. we're just designed that way Um, but I think she probably felt guilt whether she said it out loud or not whether she has even figured that out herself that she should Mm -hmm. go home and help her mama yeah um so she moved back I don't think she moved back in with her mother but she moved back to her her little hometown and she dropped out so you know long story short grandparents were not educated my parents were not educated um however my stepmom and my stepfather are both educated um it's kind of ironic how that is um Mm -hmm. my stepmom is a retired educator principal Mm -hmm. also so multiple degrees too um my stepdad went to the university of maryland 
and his degree was in psychology and he never did use use it <laughs> yeah anyway um so growing up in my house my parents spoke as if it were the next step like it mm. wasn't an option mm. i literally did not know it was an option so when education was discussed in my home it's okay uh, so here where i grew up our elementary schools were like preschool kindergarten through eighth grade how my kids' schools are, it's preschool through six. Then there's a seventh and an eighth grade mm-hmm. middle school. And then there's the high school. But how my husband and I grew up, preschool through eighth grade in one building. So they just spoke, you graduate from eighth grade and mm-hmm. then you go to high school. You graduate from high school, then you go to college. You graduate from college and you get a career. So there was no, it wasn't like you you get that bachelor's degree and then, then there's a master's degree. That wasn't spoke of, but it was right. it was definitely spoke in definites. Like, this is just what you do. So seriously, and this sounds so naive, um, but my dad could have convinced me of anything as a kid. Forever, I believe that he went to... Um, some cooking school in Italy because he made really good spaghetti and he always had a really (laughs) cute story about it. And I believed him almost until adulthood. Um, Um, mm -hmm. So, I mean, like he could convince me of anything. I just thought that's how it was. So Mm. I didn't realize until my junior or senior year when they really got career focused with us. Mm -hmm. However, I will say our high school was very good about um, a high, like a college career driven tract. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, you met with the counselor, if you wanted to go in healthcare, you, you know, they didn't make you, there were some classes, yes, you had to take, but for your electives, they mm-hmm. selected science courses and things that would prepare you for what right. your college right, career right. would look like. Um, so I have to say that that was really positive. You know, people think in the South that we're all uneducated and, and whatever, but I have yeah. to props to my public education. I think it was fairly good. Yeah. So, um, I lost my thought. Oh yeah. Junior and senior year. We're really talking about ACT. We didn't do Mm -hmm. the SAT. Yeah, we didn't either. And our, 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 our professors, our teachers were like, meh, you know, they used to explain it to us is if you were going to a school on the coast, uh, north, uh, mine was up north. If you're going to an up north school, you have to take the SAT. So ours was a coast. If you're going oh, to the okay. east coast or the west coast, as long, oh. if it's a coast, then coast schools, they want that SAT. But <laughs> right. you know, where all y'all are probably going, ACT yeah. is perfect. That's perfectly yeah. fine. Oh, sure. Just do that. Yeah, well, I know. Us too. <laughs> so I just said positive things, but uh, I'll backtrack that a little bit. Anyway, we're taking the ACT. I am like signing up for multiple test dates without even getting my first score mm-hmm. because oh, yeah, yeah. that's just who I was. I was a very good student. I was a natural learner. I did not study a lot. It drove my friends crazy. Um, I just, I just felt like I learned a lot. I had a really good comprehension or understanding in the classroom. Not that I didn't have homework or do things like that, but I didn't study a lot at home and I'm not trying to brag. We're all designed different, you know? And I was just kind of designed that way. So, and I always wanted to be better and I wanted to do the best that I could. So I've got all these... (laughs) Cause you know, you do it online now, 
but it used to be those really thick packets you had to fill out and like all the little bubble letters you had to fill in. So I'm filling out for like a test date in September and then another one in like November and then one in like February. Uh And some of my friends are like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to just retake it. And they're like, well, you don't know what you're going to get. And I was like, I don't care. It could be better. It could always be better. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay. okay." And ironically (laughs) enough, (laughs) right. And it was my own money. I was not using my parents' money to do this. I had a job in high school. Um, and it, that, that should tell you a lot right there. It was important enough that I didn't ask my parents for the money. Mm-hmm. I think You're it was just... 60 bucks maybe. So mm-hmm. I prioritized my little bitty Sonic drive-in paycheck and my tips so I could do it multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people are like, I'm not even going to take it. And I'm just like, well, you have to, like, it's a requirement. Yeah. to get into college. Like you can't yeah. just say, oh, I have good intentions, you know, whatever, I'll, I'll, whatever. And they're like, oh, I'm not going to go. And some of these maybe aren't my closest of friends, but like acquaintances, people that I have mm-hmm. sat in class with for four years, three or four mm-hmm. years. And I'm just like, well, what do you mean? Yeah. I'm not going to go. And I'm like, well, well what the hell are you going to do? <laughs> Yeah, it, I mean, when that's your plan, everybody else's seems like, what? Yeah. What are and I'm talking about. Yeah. And they're like, I'm going to get a job. And I'm like, well, how can you? You, you, <laughs> you don't have a degree. What are you going to do? Yeah. And we live in an area where there's a lot of factories and stuff. And that's what my parents did. Both my parents worked in a factory. But my dad also always said, if you're working in a factory, because, you know, he hated it and you always want more for your kids. So yeah. my mom and dad both said, if you uh, find yourself in a factory as an adult and that's your career and where you're at, you better be the boss. You better not be a line worker. If you're there, dad yeah. was like, you, not even a manager. He's like, you know, you better be the general manager if you're in a factory, you know. Right. So I'm just sitting here thinking my parents had hate this life for themselves Mm -hmm. and you're choosing this you're choosing this um but then you get into socioeconomic status and Mm -hmm. how people are raised so they're not all raised in a household like you and I were where it's Mm -hmm. important um yeah it's not financially feasible for everyone Mm -hmm. parents aren't always willing to help scholarships aren't always available Mm -hmm. um and a lot of people don't want to go into debt and Correct. take out Correct. thousands of dollars in debt deferred or not to then walk away from you know yes you have a degree but that doesn't guarantee a job or a lucrative job or being successful that degree does not guarantee that the hard work that comes after it that your your effort what you are willing to put into it is what makes it happen right for you and I think that's where a lot of people get confused, though. Oh, well, I have a degree. Okay. So, th- th- I mean, you still have to put in that effort. You have to be that person who's willing to work for whatever goals you set for yourself. And, you know, I I, I know exactly what you're talking about where, like, you just, like, you're kind of thought, you're taught in your house one way. We're all taught our parents or whoever we live with you know one way kind of and we either completely veer away from it or that's all we think people can do and when somebody else veers away from what we were raised to do we're like what what are you talking about 
It didn't make any I sense just, to me. Like I didn't understand it. Now I, just I see it for what it, it was. Right. Yes. But of course, now as an adult, a 51 year old woman, I'm able to say, well, thank goodness we all didn't follow the same path. We, I mean, what the world, what, uh, you know, mm-hmm. thank goodness some people could see down. I mean, they saw different futures for themselves because those people are needed and have value in their right. career and what they want to do too. So, yeah, but I think we don't see that though. We're naive. Yes. Yes. I mean, like I said in the last episode, we're babies, you know, yeah. <laughs> brains not fully developed yet. Yeah. We're yeah. So, but also what was strange for me in that concept too, is I just wanted to get out of that town. Yeah. I just wanted to get yeah. out of there. I did not want yeah. to raise a family there. Mm-hmm. You hear, you know, even growing up then, like my high school teachers would look at kids in my class. Oh, I taught your mama. Oh, I taught your daddy. Oh, I taught your aunt Susie. And I'm like, oh God, we got to break this cycle. Mm-hmm. You ain't teaching my kids. I'm not yeah. raising a family here. <laughs> like, right. You know, no, I get it. And other people were totally content and happy. And like, we don't all have that wanderlust and, yeah. you know, desire to go anywhere. And, and some people, unfortunately, can't see outside of their own town for lots of lots of reasons but I didn't want to stay I didn't even want to stay in Kentucky at all I was looking at um Washington University in St. Louis um my dad's family's still there I loved visiting there I had looked at Tulane University in you know New Orleans you know, I was looking at all these places that was going to cost a crazy amount of money. Mm-hmm. And I got online and signed up for all their little packages. And I was looking and, you know, I'm, I want to spread my wings. And I accepted the fact that I might spread them and have to come home, that I may not be able to afford to live there. I may not find a career there. Um, at this time, my mindset is I wanted to be in high school. I wanted to be a physician. Mm-hmm. So that was my thought process. Um, As soon as I graduated and got to college, I quickly decided that I'm not going to say that I knew I wanted a family because I didn't want kids. I didn't really like the idea of being married, um, which is Mm -hmm. hilarious um, now. But I didn't. That's another episode. It is. Um, So then I had transitioned to wanting to be a nurse. I always wanted to work in healthcare. That's what I knew I wanted to do. Um, so, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to have a good life. I can work and live anywhere, but if not, if there is a need, whatever, I can go back home. So I wasn't just this, I'm gone for good, but I thought if I came back home, it would be temporary. Like I, I'm not staying there, but I know spread my wings. I may not stay where I go to college, but Mm -hmm. I'm getting out. I'm going to get my feet wet and experience Mm -hmm. the world. Yeah. And uh, then I got a scholarship <laughs> to a Kentucky school. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> I'm not oh, doing that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, and it was four years of, of tuition. It's a oh, big yeah. deal. Yeah. So sure. then it's take out all these student loans. Mom and daddy give me a small amount of money. And I'm in debt forever to have this awesome experience and go to this really mm-hmm. cool school 
that can yield me the same degree that this one can. And this one's free. Yeah. And um, we had Keys Money. It's a Kentucky program. And mm-hmm. I honestly don't remember the details, but based on A's, for every A you get, for every B you get, you get some sum of money with a max amount of like two grand a semester or a year or something. Well, anyways, I had keys money. So I had all my tuition paid for. I had enough keys money that paid all my course fees, you know, like a lab fee, paid for all of my books, paid for my parking tag, literally paid. I had enough money that I got a check every semester. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I don't want to go here. I remember telling one of my best friends in high school, I'd shoot myself in the foot before I went to the university that I had a degree from and I had great experience there and I'm super thankful I went it's a really good school but I just wanted to spread my wings Mm -hmm. um and I didn't I lived at home I didn't even live in a dorm and I didn't because of money Mm -hmm. it all came down to money my mom was going to help I had that extra keys money so I could have that dorm experience um and then I was like I just don't want to borrow any money I don't want to be in any debt like I have Mm-hmm. You know, I have this unicorn over here. Why mm-hmm. I'm going to ride it off into the sunset. So I lived at yeah. home. Yeah. Um, I didn't get um, an apartment or live out on my own until the end of my junior year. So I could mm-hmm. save money. Um, so I went, but I loved school like you did. And I didn't know until it was basically too late I didn't have to go but everything I ever hoped and dreamed to be I knew that I needed one yeah 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 but now as a parent um and as an entrepreneur I'm not even using that degree I got Mm -hmm. but I learned a lot I learned a lot of life lessons in college, but actual courses that I I was required to take for that degree that I don't even use now. And that's my mm-hmm. choice. I did use it for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like marketing classes and like those business management classes, you know, mm-hmm. like those have helped me in real life. They have helped me as an entrepreneur. And that wasn't mm-hmm. even my thought process then. Yeah, that's so right. So it's really invaluable. I've really learned a lot of things mm-hmm. that helped me in my degree, but then have helped me in the real world and like how my career path has changed since then. Yeah. So I'm thankful. Um, but my kids have been bitten by the entrepreneur bug too. They hear yeah. all my hopes and dreams and all the other things that I would like to start or to have or do. Um, yeah. And so literally all three of them want to be entrepreneurs of their own. Yeah. But I still stress the college degree to yeah. them. Even yeah. if you do not use it the way you intend to use it, there are too many benefits to yeah. it. And yeah. it is important to me. And uh, it, it's never bad to have a backup plan. Yeah. You know, plan B, plan C. Um, but as my kids are getting older, uh, and I do have, I've got two girls and a boy, you know, my son's kind of all over the place, what he wants. And yeah, but he's I'm still not super to, young too. Super young. And, um, I'm not trying to be sexist when I say this, but th- there are more male plumbers and electricians and of those yeah, things. And so right. I talked uh, to him about trade school you know, mm-hmm. more than I do my girls. 
Um, I have one that is very girly and she likes makeup and hair and all that stuff. And so I've talked to her about cosmetology school, you know, Mm -hmm. like if that's something she wants. Yeah. Right. So I used to be hell bent that I remember being pregnant with my first. They're going to college and they're getting a master's degree. And Mm -hmm. I remember telling my husband, preaching to him that this is how it was going to be. Basically, he didn't have a say. We're paying for that bachelor's degree if they didn't have a scholarship. Mm -hmm. And we we wanted them to pay for a graduate degree, but we would help them in life so it was possible. Because Mm -hmm. the trends of how careers have changed, Mm -hmm. a master's degree, I feel like, is almost going to be required by the time my children are ready for a career. Yeah, because there's a lot of programs now. If you don't have a master's degree, I mean, you might as well not have a degree at all. I mean, like they look at it that way, you know, like places that are hiring in certain areas, certain positions, certain job, you know, industries. My husband works in a factory to be a manager, just to be a manager in a factory. And that's not like an office manager. Like you're Mm -hmm. still working out on a line to some degree, Mm -hmm. even a maintenance manager. They want you to have a bachelor's degree. The majority of factory workers, unless they're in higher up positions, an engineer mm-hmm. or something, they don't. Mm-hmm. And they so they don't have those advanced degrees. That's right. Right. So when I seen that, he was thinking about applying for a different position within the factory that he worked. Mm-hmm. And I seen that as a requirement on this paper. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this blows my mind. Like, what world are we living in? That you need a bachelor's degree to be mm-hmm. a manager. But when mm-hmm. I started college, um, I'm a diet was a, I mean, I'm still a dietitian, just not a working are. one. Um, bachelor's degree and an internship. We'll talk about an internship another day. That's a whole, like I could complain about that all day. That's a mess of a process. And that's something I've told my kids, I'll pay for them to go to college unless they want to be a dietitian. If they want to be <laughs> dietitians, every penny is going to be their own because the process is ridiculous. <laughs> That entire governing board needs a revamp. I'm just here to say it. So, um, but you know, it was, it was a bachelor's degree and an internship. Now it is a master's degree and an internship. It pays you no more money. Mm -hmm. Now everybody's going to be required to have that higher degree. So all these other men and women who got that higher degree to be competitive in the workforce to, you know, work for a higher salary. So now that that master's degree is a requirement, everyone who worked for a master's degree to be competitive in the workforce or to compete uh, for mm-hmm. a higher salary, everybody's on the same playing field now. Yeah. And I hate that for those folks, but mm-hmm. also, and, and most of my examples are healthcare that, that is where I come, you know, that's my background and like Camille's is in teaching, but physical therapists, it used to be a bachelor's degree Yeah. while I was in college that transitioned to a master's. Guess what? It's now a doctorate degree. You now have to have a doctorate to be a physical therapist when literally not even two decades ago, it was a bachelor's degree. Literally in 20 years, it has gone, it's moved up two degrees. Now a nurse practitioner once used to be a master's degree is now a doctorate program. And not saying that it may not be for the better for the industry, but like, why can't we 
revamp or restructure the programs that already exist? Mm-hmm. Why does it have to be tacking mm-hmm. something else on? That I don't like how the college system is structured. Mm-hmm. College is so expensive. Um, and a lot of state schools, um, their information's online. So you can look and see what professors make. Literally each professor or each mm-hmm. position. Um, shout out to my friend that told me about that. I got on there and looked at it. Yeah. Yeah. Teachers, teaching is hard. I don't think we pay elementary, middle school, high school teachers enough. Some of these professors make them bank. And that's fine. They went to college for a long time too, you know, yeah, yeah. you can compensate them. But then you look at the office workers, the executive director, the dean has 20 people under them. Do you need 20 people to like set up your meetings or filter this stuff? I mean, I'm not there. Maybe you do, but somehow I, I uh-huh. don't think that you do. But like, yeah, we create all these positions and pay all of these salaries When I think if we could revamp or restructure, it would make college a more affordable option. I don't know. Like all of this to say, yes, I still want my kids to go to college, but more or less for a backup plan and the life experience. If they don't want to go, I used to think it would kill my soul because I wanted them to have a master's degree. A bachelor's wasn't even enough. Now I don't think so. And and Mm -hmm. not because I have a business that I feel like I can support them. And ultimately I do want to give to them, but because they have pretty structured plans and thoughts of what they want to do. I mean, my 10 year old came home. She wrote a business plan on the playground in the fourth grade and came home and asked about property taxes and renting versus owning for her small business mm-hmm. and cost of living and location she had considered. Right. So right. I think life experiences, living on a farm, living with a mom and dad who, who run a business, who aspire to, to do more. Um, yes. So we can live the life that we want to live and give them the life we want to give them. I think yeah. They're exposed to more things. So I think they have some pretty good thought processes. So I don't think I would be devastated anymore. Would yeah. still like them to go. But um, I looked up some information and college grads just are not making the money they used to make. No, and it's not, it's not a, um, it's not a, a really good scale between what you've spent on college versus what you're making when you first come out you know what I mean like and that's okay here's okay here's an example my husband has does not have a college degree but has owned multiple businesses successful businesses owns several now that are successful like you know total serial entrepreneurs what he calls himself and that's true he loves he loves it but you and know, he's fantastic. I ask him for advice all the time. <laughs> well, but you know, the thing is like for him, he's like, okay, if you invest in your business, let's say you're going to buy a new piece of farm equipment for your farm, right? Um, You need something, you need a specific kind of tractor, let's just say. Okay. So you need to buy this piece of equipment and you've got to invest, which is a silly thing to say fifty thousand dollars into this piece of equipment well you have to look at how many how i'm going to use it and how it's going to recoup my money basically to pay for itself and how long that's going to take you versus what it costs 
that's just, that's how businesses work. And he's like, you need to look at the same thing. Cause he was telling me this before I got my specialist degree. He was like, okay, you need to look at it. Like I'm going to spend X amount of dollars to get a specialist degree. How long is it going to take me in a raise I might get to earn back what I spent on that degree? Like, that's how you need to look at it. What's my return on investment, my ROI, Mm -hmm. right? It's almost like it's the same thing. It's the same type thing. He's like, you got to look at that. And how long is it going to take you five years to recoup money that you spent in 18 months? And is that worth it? Also, (laughs) you got to look at that's kind of how this works now. How much does it cost to get that degree overall? And how long? making your first salary is it going to be before it it starts to benefit you to have it so. right and i've got some information um from forbes actually from forbes.com okay <clears throat> and it lists there's actually this entire article which maybe we can link in the show notes okay um is actually really good there's a lot of information on here about how much college degrees um, college graduates earn over a lifetime more. When you look at the lifetime, it's a lot of money. But then when you look at what financial advisors tell you you need for retirement and such, maybe it's yeah. not. Um, yeah. So folks who earn less than a high school degree, so folks who have not graduated from high school, okay. the me- okay, and then the dollar amount I'm going to give you guys is a median yearly earnings of 25 to 35 year old full-time workers so folks 25 to 34 if I said 35 I'm sorry it's 34 yeah full-time workers no call no high school degree they're making $29,800 annually okay folks who have a high school degree earn $36,600 And so these numbers might sound skewed to you guys. These are national numbers. So obviously. Yeah, yeah, because every region is going to be different. It's going to fluctuate. Right. So if you guys are like California or New York, something like that, these numbers are probably low. If you are in the deep South, they may be slightly higher. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just kind of how life is. Um, So some college, but no degree is 39,900. An associate's degree is forty four thousand one hundred. Mm-hmm. A bachelor's degree is fifty nine thousand six hundred. So if you look just at that bachelor's degree to the high school one, you know it's, it's like almost, almost double though. It's almost it's like twenty five thousand dollars more mm-hmm. annually. Mm-hmm. Um, twenty five thousand dollars is. Yeah, a, a little chunk of change. Yeah, um, exactly. It's definitely yeah. gonna. I mean, because a lot of I can't remember the statistic anymore, but it's it's the majority of Americans mm-hmm. live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, twenty five thousand dollars if you are living within your means. Okay. Yeah. If right, you, right. Right. If you are yeah, keeping up with the Joneses, and you got to have that brand new car because you got to look like you got the money, or you got to have that big, nice, fancy house, or whatever. You know, of that course. may not make the difference. That may but, not, but yeah, that may not. Right, be. But if you're living within your means, that 
that's that's a good lump of money that should make you know, gosh that's got to make everybody's life easier mm-hmm. um and then a master's degree or higher it's right around 70,000 and that mm-hmm. is you know early adulthood like you know right out of college 25 mm-hmm. to 34 so mm-hmm. that's early in your career that these yeah. are just starting numbers yeah. these numbers are obviously going to go up over time um, so looking at a national median there, it seems like it's still beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you break it down and it's on a, another website, they're still not making tons of money to be college yeah. grads, yeah. you know, yeah. um, because I know my brother-in-law, brother-in-law, for example, He um, does not have a college education. He works in a factory, be smart. He could, he could build anything, Mm -hmm. you know, he can, he can do math, life skills. Yes. Yes. You know, you got to figure up square footage or how to, you know, you need this angle to square something up or whatever. Like he can just with a pencil and writing on a piece of wood outside and your building Mm -hmm. site. He can do it. He can do it. Yeah. Um, he, I'm, I can't quote it um, because it, his exact dollar amount of what he makes is not my business. Yeah. So I had a college degree and did a, a year long internship to specialize, mm-hmm. took a national exam, have mm-hmm. to pay annually for two license, national and state, mm-hmm. and had worked that career for 10 years. Mm hmm. And he and he's younger than I am, and no mm-hmm. college degree, and works in a factory, and he makes more money than I do, mm-hmm. or I did, yeah, in that yeah. career. So you know, stuff like that mm-hmm. used to make me so mad. I thought I've dedicated all my time now, life lessons, valuable skills. Yes, I did learn, but let's be mm-hmm. real. We do we go to college because we want a specific career and it requires it, but we're trying to make a little more money. And live a yes, more comfortable right. life. Uh, yeah. And then when I see people, I can give you, I'm not going to name names, but one of those kids that told me they weren't going to take that ACT, mm-hmm. they also work in a factory. They have moved their way up and they, mm-hmm. I don't know what they make. I'm not in direct communication with them anymore. Guarantee they made more money than I made. Mm-hmm. I know we're kind of all over the place. Ultimately, at the end of the day, higher education and what you choose is your choice. You know, it's important, you know, Camille and I value it. It's something that she wanted for her kids and they've successfully done. It's something I still want for my kids, but I'm not tore up about it. Um, But we see that there's, there's folks without degrees living just fine. Um, As long as you, you see your worth, you put pride in your work. Um, Yeah. I don't know. So you guys, you guys tell us, Tell us on social media, comment on this YouTube video, uh, email, us email us at highlyharmonal at gmail.com. Look at us. We have an email address. Check us out. Oh. Yeah. So email us. Um, there are people, y'all, I meant to have more statistics for us, but it's the first day of summer break for my kids. It has been a crazy week at school and on my farm and I've got a fa- friend coming in, just lots going on. So Y'all probably have more facts. Email us the facts. I want to read all the facts and then I'll tell them all to Camille because she doesn't care about the facts as much. (laughs) Um, 
but tell us, are, did you get a degree? What is your education status? What is your career status? Was it worth it? Was it not? What you change, what you wouldn't? Um, and just let us know. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Well, thanks y'all for joining us and we will check you next time. Thanks guys. See ya. All right. Bye y'all.